Hey there, Caitlin here, the creator and voice of Mapping Through Life, the podcast that delivers weekly wisdom from content creators around the world with author permission. Come here to catch a quick lesson in personal growth, entrepreneurship, mindful parenting, and so much more. These bite-sized lessons are transformative. Expect to feel rejuvenated after listening in to simple yet powerful stories of purpose, intention, and impact. The big goal here, inspire and equip you with the wisdom and the tools you need to become a peaceful and powerful entrepreneur parent. Learning, growing, sharing, that's what this life thing is all about. I am so excited to continue this journey with you. Now, let's navigate to our next lesson. I am just a mom, I used to think. Looking back, it saddens me to think that being just a mom wasn't enough for me. What a tremendous reward and responsibility it is to be a parent. It is up to us to model to our children a healthy way of life. We do this in the words we speak, the actions we take, the companies we support, the people we choose to surround ourselves with, and so much more. Emily McDermott is a mother to two young boys, a simplicity seeker, and an artful writer who turns her personal stories into transformative lessons about intentional living, minimalism, and personal habits. I have been reading and enjoying Emily's content for over a year and a half. Her stories always make me feel understood and less alone on this wild journey. She reminds me to take time for my personal development and make room for my creative life. At the beginning of this year, I was so excited to discover Emily and I had both joined an online education course, the Knowledge Broker Blueprint, created by Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi. About halfway through the course, Emily and I became accountability partners, having weekly phone calls to discuss the course, our creative projects in the making, and our latest parenting struggles. I am so grateful for the friendship that has grown over this year and for the amazing work Emily continues to put out. In this episode, we learn what it really means to leave a legacy that we are proud of. Emily, thank you so much for your permission to feature your blog post, Living My Legacy. Now, let's dive into the story. Minimalism has allowed me to loosen my grip on my possessions, relationships, and behaviors that no longer serve me and embrace a life that supports my values and bring me joy. Each time I let go, it makes it easier to do next time. The continual practice of letting go has made me think more about the fleeting nature of life and what I will leave behind when I eventually leave this earth. While I feel confident that my two sons won't have to sift through piles of my physical possessions, I've been thinking more about my legacy. The primary definition of legacy includes property or money that is left as a gift. My definition, however, focuses on the intangible things that are handed down from one generation to the next such as values, traditions, and memories. 
As a writer, I also want to pass down poems and writings that help my sons understand the joys and struggles I have experienced through my life. One of the definitions of legacy that really struck me was something that is the result of events in the past. In other words, the legacy that I leave to my children in the future is a result of the events and activities happening now. These events and activities are a direct result of how I spend my time. I imagine a future conversation with my almost three-year-old son. In this scenario, he's 10 or 11 years old, still very inquisitive, but also still interested in talking to his mom, I hope. Mom? Yes, honey? When I was little, what did you do? What do you mean, what did I do? Did you have a job? Well, yes, I did. I stayed home with you and your brother. I didn't go to an office like Daddy did, but I took care of you guys, cooked meals, and took care of the house. Did you like doing that? Most of the time. When you guys were really little, it was hard, but it got easier. What else did you do? (laughs) That took up most of my time, honey. Well, yeah, but what did you do when you were by yourself? Hmm. Well, I watched Netflix. Oh, and YouTube videos of people singing in competitions. And I scrolled. Scrolled? You know, scrolled on my phone. Scrolling up and down. What were you looking for? Looking for? When you scrolled up and down, what were you looking for? I don't know, honey. Something that would make me feel something? Like what? Happier? More inspired? Less stressed? Did it work? Sometimes, but most of the time I didn't feel any happier than I did before. Most of the time I felt the same, or worse. Did you stop? No. I just kept watching and scrolling, thinking something would change, but it never did. So if that didn't work, what actually made you happy? Writing, dancing, spending time with you boys and your dad, going on walks, being kind to other people, and finding ways to help or inspire them. Why didn't you do more of that? I was tired. Worried that people wouldn't like what I wrote or that I didn't have anything interesting to say. Scared to try new things, but mostly just tired. I imagine the look on his face when I tell him that I was too tired or scared to live my truth, to utilize my gifts and talents for their greatest good. Perhaps you don't have children, but this conversation could be with your 12-year-old self. What dreams did you have? What lit you up when I die? It's how I spend my time. 
It's how I treat myself and others. It's the values I demonstrate through my actions. It's how I fulfill my unique purpose in this world. I don't want my legacy to be built on the foundation of my regrets. Regrets about how I spent my time, about how I squandered my creative calling by only consuming the ideas of others. How I shrank away in the shadows of comparison rather than stepping into the light of my uniqueness. How I looked for something or someone else to help me feel something when the world needed me to share who I was to help them feel less alone. When I feel stuck in the exhaustion that has become my constant companion since becoming a mother almost three years ago, it's easy to distract, numb, and procrastinate when I have precious moments to myself. Remembering to live the legacy I want to leave helps me to refocus and move forward with courage and without apology. Thank you for listening to Living My Legacy by Emily McDermott, writer at simplebyemmy.com. Emily's story helps us understand how important it is to embrace a life that supports your values and how it is even more critical to live out those values in your day-to-day actions. We can fulfill our unique place in this world by stepping up and creating something only we were meant to create. On the roller coaster of parenthood, it's easy to fall off track and distract ourselves from our purpose. The simple reminder to live your legacy will help you stay on track and move forward boldly. Emily enjoys writing custom poetry, dancing, and spending quality time with her family. On her blog, Simple by Emmy, you will find so many wonderful resources. In the show notes for this episode, find links to Emily's free guide, 50 Questions Minimalists Ask, as well as information about her latest project, an online course that helps mothers with young children understand their deepest why, banish decision fatigue, and make room for what really matters. Thank you so much for joining me in this lesson. If you enjoyed this episode and want to know how to start living a legacy you will be proud of, I highly encourage you to go take the Change Maker Quiz. Discover what your inner strengths have to say about the change you want to make in this world. Are you a legacy maker, a kindness creator, a wellness warrior, or something else? Take the quiz to find the next step on your purpose-driven path. Head to mappingthroughlife.com slash quiz right now to find out what kind of change maker you are. As always, my name is Caitlin. I am the creator of Mapping Through Life. And I am on a mission to create positive change in the lives of 1 million people through the power of presence. Until our next lesson, allow your courage and your kindness to guide you.